Hello friends, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to find contentment in a new season of life. Okay, so new seasons of life are inevitable. We're going to have them, so we have to mentally prepare ourselves for them in advance. So if you have been struggling with a new season of life in any way, these five ways will give you a new perspective that you can implement today. Hey friends, and welcome to Transformed Empowered Mindset. I truly understand what it feels like to find worthiness, purpose, set boundaries, and feel validated as a stay-at-home mom. So if you're ready to find strength through faith to overcome negative thoughts, set goals and boundaries, transform your mindset, and be encouraged, then my friend, you're in the right place. Let's show up with the magic that we've been given by our creator. So go ahead, reheat that coffee or pop that kombucha, and let's dig in. Hello friends, and in today's episode, my very first podcast episode, ah, I'm so excited and so thrilled to be here with you guys and that I get to do this. This has been a long, long awaited journey that I am so glad to finally be starting. Um, I mean, it has been uh, just an amazing journey, but a long journey, and I'm so thrilled that I get to do this and so today we're just going to jump right in I and mean, I'm just, I'm ready to do it. We're just going to jump right in. So it's my very first podcast episode and I'm going to be uh, talking about five ways to find contentment in a new season of life. And I mean, I'm sure we all have found ourselves in new seasons of life, some that we wanted and were expecting, and then some not so much. I mean, we weren't looking forward to them and they just like, bam, fell in our lap. They were just there. We were like, okay just got to deal with this. What do I do? So five ways to find contentment in a new season of life. Um, Number one, just I learned to stop comparing myself to others. So just stop, stop comparing yourself to others, man. Like save yourself big time. Don't compare yourself to others and just ways, ways that I have learned to not do that is just, I had to really like stop scrolling through social media for one and like, oh, my friend's doing this and look at there, man, I thought I would be that far by now, but I'm not. And just really keeping my eyes focused on those things that were my dreams and my desires and uh, passions that I had uh, for myself to do and just stepping out in faith and just doing those things and you know, however long it takes me to get there is my path, you know, my, my way that is different from someone else's. So, um, there's no time, specific time limit on how long exactly it's going to take me to fulfill my dreams versus someone else's and how long it takes them. There's no reason to compare that at all. Um, so I really just had to stop doing that and, I found myself in the season of life where I worked corporate world for 11 plus years and I wanted, my husband and I wanted to expand our family and so we had more children and we both both worked long hours and I just got to a place where I was like, okay, so this really isn't working. I'm, you know, deep down inside, I just, I'm not being the type of mom that I want to be, you know, no judgment, but I, I, that was just me, like 
I just wanted to be there for my kids more than I was. Yes, I love the money. We need money to, to survive. Totally get that. However, I just inside, I was just not meeting those mom milestones that I really had for myself and that I wanted to meet. And so, you know, COVID hit. We all know what an impact that had on everybody's lives. But anyway, so that hit and that really was the turning point. It was like, um, I was kind of like pushed into, you know, being home more with the children and um, wanted to protect them. And then we're in the process of having our third little girl. So definitely didn't want to risk anything there. So after that, had her, then I just decided to be home. I was actually home from a tur- for being off with to have the baby anyway before that time of COVID hitting. But when it hit, it was like, okay, my child isn't going back to public school. I'm not going back to work. Oh my gosh, what do we do? Like the bills, oh my goodness. But all I knew is that I was faced with this um, opportunity, I'll use it. Back then it was not an opportunity. It was like with this decision to make, not a decision I wanted to make right now, but basically with that decision to um, step up and, and take on this role full time and just deal with the repercussions of what that's going to do financially, emotionally, um, career wise, you know, all that, all that. So, but to jump back, to get back to comparing, I really just had to think about what it was that I truly wanted for myself, um, how we wanted to raise our children and not to compare that with, with anybody else and what I saw those around me doing. Um, so that was like the biggest thing is just deep thinking deep down inside. What is it that I want? And it really had to take some time and have, um, just those real conversations with myself and just decide, okay, what is it that you really want? Cause you have a decision that you have to make. And I made the decision to be with my kids and it's the best decision I ever made. Has it always been easy? Absolutely not. But it has been the best decision I've made. And when I stopped comparing myself to others, like via looking at my friends or, you know, those who I went to college with or family, like their opinions and everything, and just really deciding what is it that you really want. I really was set free from that and was able to take on that role in peace and enjoy it. And it was more fulfilled. So number two, reflection on what you're grateful for. Like what that means is just reflecting on those things that you're grateful for. So for me, what I had to do to enjoy my new role as stay-at-home mom title, never thought I would ever have that title, but I do and I love it, but I didn't always. <laughs> so um, what I would suggest and what I did to really enjoy um, my children and to see them the way they should be seen and not uh, as anything less was reflecting like I would get up in the morning and I would reflect on the things that I was grateful for and whatever I was struggling in say if I was struggling with my kids um, that day or the day before I would get up and just write 10 things I'm grateful for uh, 
for my children, uh, different ways I'm grateful for them. And that really changed my mental mindset and fostered positivity in me um, to look at them and see them the way that God sees them. And the way that I did that, I would, I started getting up um, every morning before the kids got up. Like, I really, really encourage you to do that. Like, it's not the easiest thing to do, I'll say, because I had, we had a newborn baby and you all know how that can be. Uh, but since I was up with the baby anyway, I would sit down, pop my version Bible app open and just fill my mind up with, with the word. And that really did help. And I would also look up like different areas I was struggling in. I would look up scriptures and devotions specifically for that. And that would really help me as well to reflect on what I was grateful for. And that really helped me see my kids through God's eyes and not the eyes that I was currently seeing them through. My tiredness, being grumpy, they're super hyper. I mean, I was like, Lord, help me Jesus, because I cannot do one more day of this. I'm ready to go back to work. I don't understand or see how people do this. But when I really sat down, and started reflecting every day and started reading my word in the mornings every day, slowly over time, that really changed my patience level and how I dealt with them. Like it really dramatically made a difference. So number two is reflection on what you're grateful for. And whatever area you are grateful, whatever area you are struggling in, that is the area where I would suggest to do the reflecting. Okay. Number three, what really made a dramatic impact on my abilities to transition to a stay-at-home mom was I had to schedule daily devotion time. This is not going to be doable if you do not schedule it ahead of time in because there's so many things that goes on on a daily that we face that we can easily, oh, I don't have time. I'm super tired. The kids get up really early. Um, I went to bed super late. I have so much to, like we can come up with so many things, so many reasons why. So I had to like schedule it in. I said in the mornings before anybody gets up. So for instance, if your kids get up at seven, I would suggest at least 6.30 Get up, pray, read your devotion before they get up at seven. That extra 30 minutes of sleep is not going to give you more patience, more grace or anything. So trust me, it is worth getting up and spending that time uh, in prayer and reading a devotion or two. When I started to do this, it really, I really started to have more joy in my day and just I mean, the day just went so much better. It was so much smoother. I just I enjoyed it more. I felt like I had more time. And I'm like, where do I get this extra time? I even, I wasn't as tired. It's like, I got up earlier, but yet I'm not as tired. Tired. It was amazing. Um, but it was just, it was truly God just honoring my discipline to get up and spend that first uh, few minutes however long with him 
And I mean, at first it doesn't, it could be 15 minutes. You know, you work gradually, work your way up to longer time. And now I'm like up to an hour, but it is, it was definitely gradual. It was 15 minutes. Okay. 30 minutes and, and on and on. So it's a gradual process, but it is totally worth it. All right. Moving right along. Number four, number four is intentional prayers. I mean, I know that I'm, I grew up in church and, you know, they, they prayed and I prayed and, and it was fine. But when I started praying intentional prayers and what I mean by that intentional prayers is I would pray specifically exactly what I wanted. So for instance, my kid is really testing my patience with talking back or whatever it is. And I, you know, in order to get them to listen, I'm normally yelling, but I'm like, that's not the way I want to parent. So I would pray intentionally, Lord, help me, Jesus, to please find other methods of parenting besides yelling. I do not want to yell at my children. I want to speak to them the way that I want them to speak to others, the way that I want them to grow up speaking to their children. So please help me with that. I really want um, just to do better and like just intentional, like whatever it is, intentionally praying that prayer. And I'm telling you, it made a major difference. Like I started the, the specific things that I would ask for really, I started to improve in. So intentional prayer is like dynamite, I would say, for seeing uh, changes in our abilities to to see the things we want to see as mothers, because this journey can get very tough and hard. And we, we just need to, to know, we have some tools under our belts on how to combat the the things that we face daily. Uh, So intentional praying is another way where you can find contentment uh, in this new season of life is intentionally praying for the areas that you want to work on um, to be able to enjoy it. And number five is seeing those whom you have chosen to be with raise them through God's eyes. What does God say about them? So for me, it was, I was so tired because we had a new baby and I would be up late with the baby and have to get up early with the other two. And it was rough. I was like not seeing them as these wonderful little human beings that I want to be home with all day. That is not how I was seeing them at all. Not gonna lie. I just, I wanted to drop them off and go to work. And that is what I was used to doing. And so that is what I wanted to do to escape the things that I struggled with instead of um, seeking measures to improve and to raise little world changers. uh, I kind of just wanted to escape. And, but I'm like, I decided to do this so I can do this. And I'm asking God to please help me and show me ways to improve. And I'm telling you, he did. Like I scheduled in my devotions and prayer. I said, I would get up every morning and do this. And I started seeing 
my kids a whole lot different. I started to enjoy them, play with them, roll around on the floor, being silly and just really enjoying motherhood at a whole new level. And I was able to, you know, just kind of share that with friends and family that struggled with that as well. And it has just been um, just such a wonderful, enjoying experience now, enjoyable experience now that I have worked through some mental mindset changes and built my faith up um, for this calling and journey that he has given me. So I hope that was super helpful to you moms today. And uh, just to recap real quick, we went over five ways to find contentment in a new season of life. Number one was to stop comparing yourself to others. Number two was reflection on what you're grateful for. So whatever areas you're struggling in, those are the areas that you should reflect on. At least 10 things that you're grateful for in those areas will totally improve your mental mindset. Um, Number three, schedule devotional time. So whatever time works best for you, it could be in the morning, in the evening, or at night. But as long as you schedule in that um, intentional devotion time with God, reading some scriptures to help you um, in this process of being a stay-at-home mom. Intentional prayers is number four. Just praying those intentional prayers, whatever areas of your life that you're struggling in and you really want to see change, specifically praying for those things and um, when you pray. So intentional prayers, number four. And lastly, um, seeing those um, whom you have chosen to be with, whether it's um, your children or whomever, but whoever you've chosen to be with, seeing them through God's eyes. So getting in your word and just asking God to point you in the right direction so that you can see your children through his eyes and what he says about them and um, how he says that they're to be treated and what they are and how you should raise them. And I'm telling you, we make a dramatic impact on your parenting. I hope you guys have enjoyed today's show and I'll see you real soon. Hey mamas, if this episode has encouraged, motivated, or inspired you in any way, I'd love to hear from you. Remember to click five stars and leave a review. Please and thank you. Bye.